Welcome to Your Health New Hampshire, which is presented by Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education Center. This is a program that focuses on wellness and health education. And if you were with us for our last segment of Your Health New Hampshire, we talked about workforce development programs. And uh, on this program today, we'll be focusing more on this topic. We have uh, Jody Harper with us Hi, from AHEC. Welcome back, well, thank Jody. You. Always great to have you here. And we have Nishimwe Bitamea. Hi, everyone. How did I do with that? You did great. Uh, <laughs> that was perfect. Very good. She is with us in studio as well. And uh, we'll, we'll start with uh, with Jody. And uh, Jody, why did you choose what you do as a career path? And how did you, you know, get to this point in, in your career? Yeah, so it's really kind of fun. Like our last episode, when we really dove into some of the programs and why workforce is important to think about, when we were planning for this episode, you said, you know, let's bring some human stories to this because we can talk about data points and we can talk about, you know, what are the services all day long. But until people learn about the stories and the people behind the programs, we thought this might be kind of fun. So my path is actually... Um, convoluted, I guess, in a way. <laughs> Isn't everybody's, so, right? Well, that, that is true. So I actually um, started in college thinking I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. And so my life could really probably not be more different. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm from Michigan. I'm going to live in the Upper Peninsula and marry a lumberjack and teach kindergarten. And here I am, a social worker in New Hampshire. But um you know, I think the theme of community and helping were always really big for me growing up. So I actually never knew what a social worker was until um, I started working with social workers and mon- nonprofits in New Hampshire. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. So um, I studied, well, started elementary education. I ended up dropping out from that because at where I went to college, you couldn't graduate without student teaching. And I was like, well, you know, it was the peak of No Child Left Behind legislation. It's like, you know what, teaching in the classroom is not for me, but there's lots of ways to work with youth outside of the classroom. So I came and I worked with City Year, which is an AmeriCorps program here in New Hampshire, which is where actually I got to meet our friend Nishimwe and Natanga, who's been on the Ed show with us. Sure. Um, and so I worked for two years with that program, kind of like a paid intern almost, um, volunteering with nonprofits and really doing a lot of management of events and service planning. And I was like, okay, like New Hampshire is a good spot for me and new, new nonprofits really are my my wheelhouse. So I ended up running the after school program that my team at City Year worked with for eight years. And then, um, then I came to AHEC. I had known Paula working with her on another grant that we started that was she was running summer camps to get youth excited into nursing careers. And then I was doing a program with youth during the school year. And Paula and I actually, it's kind of a funny story. We had planned to go and have dinner and just catch up and talk about school because I was in my master's program and she was in her doctoral program. Um, we were going to talk about knitting and life. And then six weeks later, I was working with AHEC. So. <laughs> and, and how about that? And now you're an associate director. Yes. Yeah. At, five at years AHEC. later. That, here, is, that, is, that is terrific. Yeah. Um, you know, like, since I, I'm working at AHEC, yeah. what was the moment you knew, like, this is the life for me? Like, oh. this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? You know, that is a really good question. I think something that we value at the team a lot is culture. And um, really, we are very person first. We, in a lot of our trainings, we teach people about person first language. Um, A a big idea in the social work world is all about strengths-based perspective. So what's wrong, or excuse me, what's strong with people, not what's wrong with them, like 
starting with strengths first. And at AHEC, I really found a place where I was valued as a human, not just a widget or a cog in the machine. I was able to do really interesting work. For me, you know, I'm not good at sitting behind a desk for eight hours a day. So I could be in the community. I could be out working with partners. I could think creatively about how do we bring services together to support people. And um, we just laugh. We laugh and we have fun. I'll be, I'll have been in my role well, on the team at AHEC for six years in September. And when I started, I would tell my mom, I'd call her and say, oh, mom, I had fun at my new job today. And I learned something and I laugh every day. And I still, six years later, I'm saying that. I'm learning new things. I'm laughing. What more can you ask for? So you definitely have a passion for what you do. Yes, yes. And it's so fun to be able to have a job that lets me do that. Um, I you know, studied social work, which oftentimes people think about social work. They think about you know, DCYF or they think about the justice system and you know, families that maybe are struggling at the time to be able to take care of their needs for little ones. But social work is so much more than that. So I was able to, through support of AHEC and some of the, the programs that were going on in the state focused on increasing the behavioral health workforce, I was able to finish my master's program. I did a lot of electives and extra classes in counseling and therapy. So I knew I didn't want to be a therapist full time. But I said, you know what, I've got the skills from all the years that, that we worked together with our friends at Bring It Nishimway. So why not, you know, I'm going to BC. I might as well pay the money to get the license because that's, you know, I've already paid all the money for school. So um, there were initiatives in the state that supported my supervision, my license process. And so now I do have my license for clinical social work. And I have a small private or a small practice that I see um, with with folks at one of the community mental health centers. So it kind of lets me do a little bit of everything. I'm direct service, but I'm communities. I'm building systems. And it's it's never boring. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, I I love working at AHEG and it's one of my favorite things that I've actually done so far and one of the programs that you guys ran was was bring it you know and how do you how did you like go about bring it like you know how did you start um, working at bring it I know that it's one of the grants that Ran into um, AHEC. So. Yeah, so so at Bring It, which is the after school program in Manchester that I worked at for a long time, um, that really, you know, New Hampshire is such a small state, and I find the longer I'm here, it's all about who you know. <laughs> and so, I my team with City Year had volunteered at Bring It, so we were there on Tuesdays and Wednesday nights, hanging out with the kids, playing soccer, helping with homework, talking life. And um, then Mr. McCafferty, the principal of the school and the founder of the program, was like, hey, you're going to be done with City Year, and I need somebody to work here, and you do pretty well. So I said, why not? This is a great way to kind of keep building these relationships and going with the skills that I'm learning. And, you know, it's work that I just truly feel passionate about. So it was really, it kind of landed in my lap which actually is what's happened all of my career. It's never been like a cold call job application I've done. It's been conversations and networking. And uh, the, the Bring It program, you're obviously passionate about, passionate about that. But your, your role is kind of uh, multifaceted yeah. at, at AHEC. So uh, what are some of the other things you're, you're working on? Yeah, so, so really, I, so we've never had an associate director before October. So it's kind of we're building the ship as we're flying it for me in this role. But, um, you know, being able to support our evidence-based programs. So we talk a lot in our shows about the chronic disease self-management, the Better Choices, Better Health program, the Walk With Ease, which I hope everyone thinks about signing up for because it's been such a fun program for me, even just to do personally, to learn a little bit more about why walking is so helpful. 
And um, as someone with some chronic conditions myself, it's been able to help me lower my blood sugars and better manage my my conditions. So, um, you know, helping our move our programs forward, really working about workforce. So we have a grant in, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll hear soon if we got some funding to do another program with Bring It Actually, getting high school youth excited about health careers. So it's it's similar, and I know I don't want to give too many spoiler alerts. We'll talk about this with your interview, Nisham Way, but similar to the program that you used to participate in, kind of bringing that back to life and, and having some structured activities to get youth excited and interested in health careers. And we have um, our Center for Cultural Effectiveness, the Equity Leaders Fellowship Program, supporting that work that Jason does, who came on quite a while ago, but he that's another past episode you can go listen to and learn about the cool stuff we do. So really supporting the team and making sure everybody has the resources they need to do their jobs well. So when you took the position at AHEC, is this what you anticipated or is it a whole lot more uh, <laughs> oh, than you thought it would be? It's grown and it's changed and really... Um, yeah, it's definitely not what I thought it would be, and I love it. <laughs> I started as a project manager doing, well, the program that Nishimwe actually used to participate in. So I was, in theory, 20 hours a week with AHEC working on a high school youth program, getting youth from Manchester excited and interested in learning about health careers. And then I was spending the other 20 hours of my week with Lamprey Healthcare's primary care arm, putting primary care docs on site at the community mental health centers, which is a really great way for me to kind of flex that social work muscle and use use my, my social work skills to make sure that folks with serious mental illness had access to good quality primary care. Well, we're learning a lot about you, Jody, and uh, Nishim Wei, and uh, we really appreciate having you both here on this edition of Your Health New Hampshire. We are presented by Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education Center. This program, Your Health New Hampshire, focuses on wellness and health education, and we're joined today by uh, Jody Harper, who is the Associate Director of uh, Southern New Hampshire uh, AHEC, and uh, Nishim Way Bitamea, yeah. who uh, who learned about uh, the program uh, and learned about AHEC through the the Bring It program, yeah. but it all comes together like full circle. <laughs> bring it to bring it, right? Bring it, bring it to bring it. Okay, I I love it. Yeah. Well, we'll take a quick break and be back with more here on this edition of Your Health, New Hampshire. Right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Thanks for joining us today. We welcome you back to Your Health, New Hampshire, which is presented by Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education Center. This is a program that focuses on wellness and health education and uh, well, you heard our uh, last segment, hopefully, and uh, what we're doing is uh, going back to our, our previous program when we talked about uh, workforce development programs. And on this show, we're focusing more uh, on this topic. And uh, right now, we're going to kind of reverse roles yeah. uh, from what we had in the uh, first segment of the program. We have Jody Harper with us, Associate Director of uh, Southern New Hampshire AHEC. And Nishimwe Bitamea uh, of AHAC as well. And in, in this segment, we're going to find out a little bit more about uh, Nishimwe. And, and Jody, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah. So, so Nishimwe, I just want to invite you to tell your story a little bit. How did you come to sit in this chair today? Oh, so <laughs> um, 
So I, I came here today as an intern at AHEG, but before that, I, um, wait, so, <laughs> um, so I'm a little bit about myself. Yeah. I came here in America in 2008 as a refugee from Tanzania. I came here with all of my family, and um, so far everything has been good. Um, and once I started school, um, what I wanted to do in life, I've known since I was a little girl. I've always wanted to work in healthcare. Um, it was kind of an inspiration from my father because I think he worked as a nurse um, back in the refugee camp. And it's always an inspiration. I am my, my father's best friend. <laughs> but I've always also wanted to work in business. Um, and I love doing clinical work, but it's not it's not something I want to do full-time as mm -hmm. well. And so I was like, let me see if there's programs out there that can combine those two. And that's how I got to um, UNH as healthcare management policy student. And now I work at AHEG through Jody because yeah. she I've known her since I was a little girl. And she's just helped me through life. She's helped me um, decide what I want to do with my future. She's also helped me with a lot of things in my personal life as well. And so I thank her very much. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we go way back. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in way that like that's one of the fun things I think that I love most about the work that I get to do is that so many of the, the students that were former students have now become colleagues. Natanga yeah. was another yeah. example of that. But um, can you talk a little bit about how we first met? Like, what was the program? What were you doing? Because I think this is just the coolest part about one of the coolest parts about your story with us. So me and Jody met um, through Bring It, and at that time they were holding the Health Career Quest Camp, and um, I wanted to be in healthcare for so long, and I was looking for things to do that required um, healthcare as I went. And so this is like middle school, I think, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. This is middle school, so we've known each other for a very long time. <laughs> and when I came to the Health Career Quest, it was an eye opener because I didn't know there were so many programs in healthcare. I always thought there was doctors, nurses, um, you know, nurses like helpers for nurses, the CNAs. Mm -hmm. But it just opened up a whole world of what there really is in healthcare, and it's not just doctors and nurses. And that's how I got started. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what we're always trying to help mm -hmm. people understand is that especially when people are coming from different cultures and backgrounds, they experience our medical system here. You see the person who checks you in at the doctor. You mm -hmm. see the medical assistant or the nurse that takes your weight and your blood pressure. You see your provider. And that's your whole experience of the healthcare system. But it's so much bigger than that. I mean, yeah. here is a girl who like if her freshman year of high school is like Jody I want to be a healthcare administrator it's like what wow that is yeah. pretty yeah. impressive how many people say that probably not too many <laughs> so we are yeah. holding on and not letting you go because that is a valuable tool skill set and asset to have here in our state to make sure not only the clinical healthcare workforce looks like the people that are being served but leadership can look like the people that are being served as well oh exactly mm -hmm. yeah. exactly and this is something uh, that you've had a passion for for quite some time influenced yeah. as you said by your father yeah a very very long time and I think my father's very proud of what I'm doing right now yeah. and every now and then we'll talk about it what I'm doing and he'll be like I'm so proud of you for how you got here I know we've gone through a lot and things like that but I'm very very proud of you and I'm it makes my heart feel happy that you know I'm doing something great for myself and also for my family that's yeah. awesome yeah what do you like most about what you do? 
I think the what I love most about what I do is being able to help people and being able to do something meaningful with my life as it's something that I've always wanted to do and I'm finally achieving it and I'm like this is where I want to be this is where I think I want to be for a very long time and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to it and that's oh, that's why I'm here. Yeah. So, so Nishaway, I'm curious, you now, like, as we go through our generations at Bring It, like, you come back sometimes and you, you know, we all still volunteer there and go hang out and see yeah. the youth. You know, what would you say to somebody who's in middle school at Hillside or McLaughlin or mm-hmm. somebody that's in early high school? What would you tell them about thinking about careers? And, you know, just what advice would you give to people that were in your shoes 10 years ago? I think the most, like, the advice that I would give them is, you know, be a kid for yourself. And at the same time, it's like, you know, think about like what you want to do in life. There's so many things that you can do out there, but you know, sometimes it's better to kind of hone it down mm-hmm. and, and and then explore more as you go, you know? That's how I started. I do a, um, a lot of thinking and then I kind of hone it down and that's how I got to where I am, so yeah. How do you see your role expanding as time uh, goes on? Um, with more experience, I, I think as I go, I learn a lot of things, and then I kind of apply it to what I do. And um, the projects that I've been doing, I've been learning a lot about, um, you know, chronic health conditions, and it's it's kind of expanded my view on you know, the things that people go through and the education that it takes for them to kind of, you know, manage those skills. And I think I really love the CDSM program that we're doing right now. So They're pretty awesome. Yeah, you guys and, do a great and, job. And, and what is that? <laughs> the CDSM program is where we take um, people from the community that suffer from health, um, chronic health conditions and we teach them how to better manage it, you know, with walking, um, with medications, if they're taking them, um, how to manage your blood pressure, you know, um, how to better eat and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that's what um, I've been doing one of my projects. And it's one of my, and it's also adding that um, I'm doing outreach programs for them as well, yeah. reaching out to leaders that have taught these classes and saying, hey, come back, you know, we miss you. <laughs> we want you to teach more, you know. Yeah, we want to yeah. spread the word far and wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that that is uh, that is terrific. So, yeah. have have things uh, gone pretty much as you expected, or uh, differed a little bit uh, from what uh, you might have anticipated? Um, so far, I'm on track to what I've been dreaming <laughs> about. Um, but things change as people go. You know, I feel like that's what it is in life. Um, a lot. Some things have changed. I mean, I used to want to be in um, finance as well for it, but I've learned that math is not my strongest <laughs> suit. So um, I looked into the public health and um, administration, something like that, and I I really enjoy it. I it's one of the best things I do. Um, and yeah, that's what well, I do. Well, tell us, Nishaway, what does your dream job look like? So you know, there's your future <laughs> employers are out here potentially listening. <laughs> My dream job is being able to work with people, you know, going out to the community like you do. That's like literally my dream job. I want to sit in front of people. I want to have conversations with them, you know, about like public health um, issues. I want to talk about, you know, things that a lot of people suffer with. And Mm -hmm. one of the things I'm really passionate about that I um, write in school, like we have a lot of papers, is um, reproductive rights for women and as well as... um, you know, better health for black women in general. Absolutely. Yeah. You've lived it. Yep, yep, I've lived it. And right now, um, 
the healthcare system for black women is not that great. And I wanted to be able to change that. I mean, sometimes it doesn't take one person, it takes all of us, but you know, if I can just push it a little bit, that'll be great. Yeah. You, you seem to be somebody who is uh, very passionate about your community. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she is. Yeah. Well, where does that come from? Um, so it comes from when we first came to um, the States. I've What I've noticed over the time is that um, they don't really provide a lot of programs that I see to kind of reintegrate um, people. It's kind of tell them about their rights to um, all the things that they have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I look at them and it's like it's steering them in the wrong direction. And so I want them, I want to create programs for, you know, refugees, pro, um, women of color to just know that, hey, you have a right to say no. You have a right to be able to do just the things that you want and to feel safe about doing it. Um, without having to feel like, oh my God, you know, someone's watching me, the law is cut, yeah, just things like that. And I really want to um, make more programs to to integrate, you know, refugees in the community because they don't know what they're doing sometimes because they don't speak English, they don't know the laws. And so if we teach them that, hey, this is what you do, this is what not to do, that would it make it a lot easier for them to kind of where, where did you learn to speak English so well? <laughs> really? Yeah, I came here as a little girl, so English has been kind of like um, a no-brainer. Like, it's what I was taught, and at home I speak Swahili and Kirundi. So, well, yeah. y- you have, uh, you've been <laughs> remarkable. There's, there's no question about that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nishimwe is uh, with us uh, from uh, AHEC and, uh, of course, uh, Jody Hopper as well, an associate director uh, at uh, Southern New Hampshire uh, Health ed- Area Health Education Center. And this is Your Health New Hampshire, a program that focuses on wellness and health education. And uh, we will be back right after these words on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. So stay with us. Welcome back to Your Health New Hampshire right here on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. We are proudly presented by Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education Center. And this is a program that focuses on wellness and health education. And today uh, we're talking about uh, workforce development programs and, uh, and other things right here on the program. And we have uh, in studio... Uh, Nishimwe Bitamea, who uh, was outstanding in our last segment. And uh, we have uh, Carly Hughes with us, the program coordinator at AHEC. Carly, great to see you today. It's great to be here. Great to have you with us. And an old friend. Uh, I mean, you know, she's been with the program a, a long time. Uh, she's certainly not old. Uh, Sandra Osario. Sa- Sandra, how are you today? I'm very well. Thank well, you. It's great to hear your voice. And uh, for the benefit of those who have not heard uh, about you before, Sandra, just uh, briefly uh, introduce yourself and, and your background and tell the folks a little bit about what you do. Okay. Well, yeah, well, my name is Sandra Osario, as Ken uh, was saying. Uh, I work for Southern New Hampshire AHAC. And I have been, um, I actually started years ago um, as a student. That was in 2015. I started as a student. I wanted to become an interpreter. 
And that's how I found out about uh, Southern New Hampshire AHEC. And now um, I'm working for Southern New Hampshire AHEC. So that's a, a quick introduction. I'm right now, I'm working as a program coordinator in the program that I'm um, also uh, training for is uh, for people who want to become uh, health care and community uh, interp- interpreters. So, yeah. All right. So, Sandra, what inspired you to pursue your current profession? Um, and please share a memorable experience or a story that re- is related to your work. Uh, well, there's a lot of facts. Um, originally from uh, Colombia, South America. And um, at first, um, as a, you know, I arrived uh, in a, to the United States uh, 17 years ago, and I, I struggled. I mean, I knew, I felt I knew some uh, English, and I think I, of course, I was excited, happy. I started my, my uh, family, and but it was, it was hard. It was hard to um, communicate the way I like to communicate with people, and I'm an engaging person. I like people, and it was hard. So that uh, was the very beginning. That was really what really inspired me from uh, the start, and later on, it was pretty much I saw the need. I'm like, wait a minute, there is a need out there, uh, you know, very strong need, and there's people who really need to communicate. Uh, it's a big deal, you know, medical uh, for medical reasons, uh, so many, so many other reasons. But I saw the need, and I say, wait, I have what they need. You know, I can help, and. I love helping. So that was my inspiration. I say, this is the route I want to go. Mm-hmm. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sandra. Um, one of my questions for you is, you know, what has been the hardest part, you know, doing your job? And, you know, does it hinder, you know, what you want to do? Does it kind of change your mind sometimes when you, like, face those troubles? Um, no. I never... <laughs> Wanna, I never want to, uh, you know, step back from uh, my role, never. Mm-hmm. I actually, I see it as a challenge, and I I embrace it, and I say, um, you know, I've been in very tough situations as an interpreter, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, you know, like there is, you know, life uh, and death experience, stuff like that. So, and um, and I say, well, this is a beautiful thing. I'm here to to be a bridge and to be able to help them to communicate and understand each other. So that's what it is my it, that drives me. Um, and even I'm like, okay, my legs are shaking, mm-hmm. my voice gets uh, you know cracking, and mm-hmm. but I never, never want to turn back. I want to do it again and again and again. <laughs> Sandra, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start a career as an interpreter? Um, my advice, um, I mean, I advise, you know, to always be professional, consistent. Um, consistency is, is the key. Um, you know, study hard, 
uh, and I always look for uh, ways to improve and um, and how can you invest in your profession um, and always is going to pay off. Uh, you know, uh, being an interpreter, becoming an interpreter can be extremely rewarding um, and you can really make the difference um, in someone else's life. So when a person doesn't really or uh, fully understand a language, um, us as interpreters, uh, we become their voices, um, you know, helping patients, uh, patients um, to, you know, talk about their symptoms. Um, let's say in a school uh, setting, you know, be playing a part on a student's uh, success in a classroom is so huge. And, um, you know, the same thing with um, in a court setting and talking about the legal interpretation, you know, the responsibilities are huge. So, um, you know, always try to improve, always. Mm-hmm. Um, what... Do you have to go to school to be an interpreter? And how would someone go about that, you know, when they would want to become an interpreter? Yeah, well, uh, that's one of my favorite things to talk about. Uh, you know, we, uh, at Southern New Hampshire AHAC, we do offer uh, training. And actually, uh, we have a training uh, class starting soon in October, the beginning of October. So if you're interested, uh, you can go to our website. It's www.snhahec.org. You can click in careers, and then you can click again on interpretation, and there you're going to find all the information you need. Um, So this is a a valuable um, interpreter training program. And it can also prepare the right people to be successful in this field. So we have, as I mentioned, healthcare, community, and legal interpretation. And Sandra, what is the most exciting project that you're currently working on? Well, I have two projects right now. Uh, one is coming up and one uh, I, right now. I'm actually becoming a, you know, let's say like a, uh, I don't know if I want to call like master, of, like I'm, I'm doing a training to become, to train others. Um, it's like a certification of training. So, uh, and it's in, an international training. And um, so that's very exciting. It, it kind of brings me to a, a different level and I'm learning a lot of fun things. Um, be um, interacted with, you know, other uh, trainers from all uh, different parts of the world, uh, which I love. Um, they all speak different languages, so that to me is amazing. And uh, so we all are there together to learn one thing, you know, to become to masters of, you know, trainers. And um, the next one is... Um, it's, you know, the next training that's coming up for interpreters, for people uh, who, is in, who are interested in becoming interpreters. It, um, we are, it's August, uh, no, excuse me, October 3rd. That's the first day of our training. 
and um, I'm going to be running the entire training by myself. Uh, sadly, my um, super close friend and um, trainer and um, she, Florentina is just retired, so um, I'm now going to be the new Florentina. Uh, so that's very exciting for me. It's kind of, it's their big shoes to, to fill, but, um, you know, I'm up to taking the, the challenge. So I'm excited for that as well. Sandra, it is always uh, great to hear from you. Your story is uh, very inspiring. And, uh, you know, you have count, you know, you've helped countless people already and uh, will continue to do so for uh, many years to come. So, uh, Sandra Osorio, uh, always great to have you with us, and I can't wait to get you back in studio again. I will pretty soon. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Ken. Very good, Sandra. And uh, we will be back with more of Your Health New Hampshire right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education. This is a program that focuses on wellness and health education right here at WKXLNHTalkRadio.com. We will be right back. We welcome you back to this edition of Your Health New Hampshire right here on WKXL. NHTalkRadio.com. We are presented by Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education Center, and it's a program that focuses on wellness and health education. We're focusing on workforce development programs here today on the show, and uh, in this segment, uh, we will be talking with uh, Carly Hughes, who is the program coordinator at Southern New Hampshire AHEC. And uh, also with us on this segment is uh, Nishimwe Bitimea, correct? Yeah. <laughs> uh, am I coming close with the pronunciation? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Very good. And Carly, great to see you uh, in studio today. What uh, inspired you, Carly, to uh, pursue your current profession? So I have really had a strong um need for or want for helping the community. Growing up, um, my stepfather was on the fire department and my mom spent some time on the ambulance. So that was always um, something that I was very into. I was a fire explorer. Um, I got my fi um, fire cert early to become a firefighter, which I never did. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went to school to be a police officer because I just knew I wanted to be in the community in that way. Um, I quickly realized that wasn't the path I wanted to go, but I did want to be helping people. So that led me to um, working at a school for a little while and then continuing my degree in, um, in social science. Mm -hmm. I then became a community health worker and I was able to jump over and be part of educating like the next generation of helpers and then helping people continue to help the community and that mm -hmm. I felt very passionate about. That's good. How is, um, what's the hardest thing that's been so far, you know, coming up and getting to where you are now? Um, I would have to say just taking a new leap. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I get into a place and I just kind of knew it wasn't, this, this wasn't it for me. I had more and it's so hard to, walk away from something that's comfortable to yeah. say what's coming next yeah. 
But if you don't take that leap, you're never going to know. Carly, how long have you been at Southern New Hampshire AHEC? I've been with AHEC for about two months. Ah. Yeah, I'm a newbie. Um, I was with Lamprey, which they're associated with. They're still all under the same umbrella for about two years. So I'm still under the same company. I just moved over to the AHEC side. Oh, very good. So uh, share with us uh, any recent achievements or, or milestones that you you might have had uh, uh, at AHEC in, in the brief time that you have been there? So I'm still kind of learning my way with AHEC. Um, I am excited. So recently I have obtained my um, EMT certificate in New Hampshire license. Nice. So I'm excited for what I can bring to AHEC with that certification. Um, there is hopes of possibly becoming a CPR instructor so I can work with some of our um, students to help them get that certification. Um, can you share any secrets or habits that you know contribute to your success, like self-care days and things like that? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, self-care, so important. Um, working for AHEC, and so I've spent some time working with Jody before I came to AHEC, oh. and she's really, really put the emphasis on self-care and putting mm-hmm. yourself per- your, yourself first so right, that you're right. able to be taken care of and be the person that you need to mm-hmm. be for the job. Um, I wholeheartedly have adopted that and it's huge and it's okay to be afraid it's okay to process through things you know and to take the steps you need to come back and be ready to do those things at your job you seem to have uh, as as uh, all of you in studio today and uh, sandra on the phone you have a great passion uh for what you do and that uh uh, has has that passion in, in increased over the years, and, and do you see it continuing to to increase in in, in helping people? Oh, it's definitely increased, and um and through my life I've become a parent, and I want my kids to see that. And you know, you just you look at the world, and everyone talks about bad things happening, but there's so much good, and we need to continue to share that good and to share that want to do more and like the compellingness to help share that because that's how we're going to make the world a better place very well said um what are some conferences or um events that are coming up with AHEC um so we do have a community health worker training coming up in Mm -hmm. the fall which I'm the program coordinator for I believe we start in October I don't remember the exact date off the top of my head um but that's going to be a really fun one. I'm really excited for it. We also have um, the chronic disease self-management trainer training coming up, which I'm going to participate in so I can become a trainer. Uh, and then we also have some summer camps coming up, um, one in Nashua, and we also have some coming up in Manchester that I'm really excited to be a part of and work mm-hmm. with AHEC on. Um, we have some. We still have a lot of slots for the Nashua camp, so if anyone wants to sign up for that, you're welcome to on the um, AHEC website, right? Yep. So tell us a little bit uh, more about the camp. So our camp in Nashua, it goes the, it's the last week of July. It's for five days. It's in the mornings. We are going to be work on working on um, nursing and health career um, development. We're also going to, our students will become CPR certified. And there's, I believe, a field trip at the end of the week yep. to Riv, right? Riviera yep, University? Yeah, Riviera University, yep. So I'm, I'm really excited. It's going to be my first time working with the camps. I know Nishimwe has more experience than that, and I'm really excited to see how it all goes. Mm-hmm. What do you like most about the camp, uh, Nishimwe? 
Oh, I love the camp. Um, the most I love about it is teaching children how many um, nursing fields there are, or like healthcare industry fields that there are. And um, it's also taught by the um, public health office, the department in Nashua. Mm-hmm. And I really love working them. They're such great people. They love teaching the kids um, about like the public health and just things like that. And uh, that's what I'm most excited about. And I can tell you just by the smile on your face how, how excited you are about that. that it's that. so nice to see you come full circle, you yeah. being a part of the camps to now okay. helping put them on. Mm-hmm. That's and I get to recertify myself as a um, CPR, so that's why I love my, yep. So how, awesome. how much did, did attending the camp uh, mean to you? It means a lot to me um, because, you know, sometimes my uh, cousins will join and, you know, they are not so passionate about, you know, healthcare field. But whenever they come, they learn so much more about it and it just inches them towards healthcare. And I'm like, yes, like mm. you guys going to be able to work with me whenever we go to work and so, things like that. So I really love it. Oh, that, that is terrific. And, and Carly, you told us uh, you're a mom. Now, how do you, how do you balance your, your personal life with your professional life? Oh, I think that's one of my favorite things about AHEC is I came from thinking that work and home had to be so separate and I'm learning how they can really help support each other. So it's so great, you know, with that self-care comes first, that means my family too. Um, So I I also have a great support system. I have a great husband who really jumps in and helps with the kids. Um, So, you know, it's just, it's important to me. So the balance has to be there and we make sure it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you learning a lot about coming to AHEC and working with um, everyone there? Um, I'm learning a lot about grants because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's how we run our programs. Mm-hmm. I'm learning a ton about helping people. I'm learning. We just went to a conference in Utah, and I've learned so much while I was there. Um, just kind of about different ways to get information out to people, which you know, it's, it's the start of education, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. it's amazing. I'm I'm just learning new stuff every day and laughing, as Jody said. That's mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite things about AHEC. <laughs> you, you, it, it's, it seems like everybody gets along very well from yes. all the folks it's I've a met great from, place from to AHEC. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what advice, uh, Carly, would you give someone who is uh, just starting out in in your industry? Keep going um, ask, and ask all the questions. It's okay if you don't know. Um, I learned a lot about this thing called imposter syndrome where you like, you're like you working on something and you just think you're being fake and this isn't you. And But you get to decide who you are, nobody else. And it's, you know, go and be strong and be confident in what you're doing because you do have answers and you do have that inside of you. So speak up and it's okay to be wrong if you're wrong. Just learn from it. That's what it's all about. As you go along, you know, like, does it make you want to further your education into this field? Like, you know, get your either if you have a master's or a PhD or a doctorate, just, you know, does it make you think, oh, I want to go to school, you know? Currently, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, like I said, I just finished getting my EMT license. That was months of hard work. I think having young kids, um, my passion right now is to be at home, like, outside of work, is to spend my free time being there for them and helping them grow and develop. I will never say I'm done learning because that's not me. If you right. stop learning, you go stale. Um, so I don't know that I in the future that I wouldn't continue, but currently I think I'm happy where I am right now. 
So I, I know we wanted to talk a, just a little bit more, and we mentioned it earlier in the program today about the uh, the Walk with Ease uh, program that uh, is continuing with uh, AHAC. Yep. So we have our Walk with Ease. I actually just became certified to teach. I'm really excited oh, to start that. Um, we also have our Walk with Ease self-directed. So anybody can sign up online. They'll get a book. They'll be able to do the Walk with Ease class on their own. Um, it's it's a great class. Anybody can jump on and do it. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, we have learned uh, a lot today from our in-studio guests from uh, Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education Center. We heard from uh, Jody Harper, who is uh, the Associate Director of uh, Southern New Hampshire AHEC, and uh, Carly Hughes, the Program Coordinator, uh, Sandra Osario, and the Interpreter. And, and uh, I'll tell you what, the uh, the person who stole the show here today <laughs> was uh, Nishimwe uh, Bitimea. You did an outstanding job. Oh, thank you. And uh, I'd <laughs> love to have you back uh, in the future for these shows. You, I would love to. You were terrific. <laughs> a, a natural interviewer, I would say. <laughs> thank so you. So thanks for being with us today, all of you here on Your Health New Hampshire, presented by Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education Center. It's a program that focuses on wellness and health education right here at WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Thanks for joining us today.